Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, what you need to know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here she is, Lindsay Baseball, with what we need to know. Well, Cappy, what you need to know is that Californians will soon be able to jaywalk without getting ticketed, allowing pedestrians to informally cross streets, quote, as long as it's safe to do so. That's because Governor Gavin Newsom signed the Freedom to Walk Act on Friday. The new law, which will go into effect on January 1st of next year, says that police officers can only ticket someone jaywalking when there is an immediate danger of a collision. So no more jaywalking tickets as of next year. So yay. That's very helpful. Yeah. I'm sure very you've helpful. been caught and ticketed for jaywalking all the time, huh, Cap? Never caught, never ticketed, but a regular jaywalker. There now, I do try and abide by the law because I like to push the button and have it say, wait, wait, wait. And I feel like um, a lot of times when you're driving, you're not paying attention to people who have the right of way and actually you're supposed to be able to walk through the crosswalk. So I try and abide by the law. But there are plenty of times when I'm in a place and I'm like, come on, let's just make a run for it. I just run right across the middle of the street. So I'm a jaywalker. I admit it. Never been ticketed. Well, there you go. Now you're safe from tickets. Jaywalk it. Jaywalk as you please. Anybody else a jaywalker or is everybody here a law-abiding crosswalker? I would say it depends where I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm in, like, a residential neighborhood or something or something that's more residential, then yeah. But if it's, like, here downtown, are you crazy? No way, man. Like, yeah. first of all, the streets are too damn busy. You'll get your ass run over. Yeah, I'd be scared to do it around here especially. But, I mean... I'm like you, Cap. I like to live on the wild side and sometimes start crossing the street once the countdown has already begun, you know? Right, you got 10 seconds to go, and you're like, come on, I we mean, can make 10? it. I mean, 10? No, you crazy. I mean, it depends. Like, right, what, mean, what does the street look like? Right. Exactly, because I remember back in the day when we used to party, like, in Pasadena and stuff, the cops are just looking for you to do that yeah. so they can give you a ticket. Yeah. And that was, like, the notorious city. There used to be, when I first moved here, six, seven years ago, and we were coming here, there used to always be cops out there on Olympic and Figueroa mm-hmm. giving jaywalking tickets. Mm-hmm. All That's all crazy. the time, back then. That's crazy. Really? Jaywalking tickets? Yeah. I swear to God. LAP don't, PD don't got better things to do? No, you know I that mean, this is one of the only cities like in the country that still tickets that. people for yep. it. But not anymore. A lot of cities didn't do it. Like They didn't care unless, like Lindsay said, that if you were going to cause an accident or whatever. But Pasadena, notorious for giving those things out. Well, how about Not how about no the more. governor? The governor's like, hey, you can go ahead and jaywalk because gas is so damn expensive that you should start walking more and driving less. <laughs> Probably. So just run, pal. Just don't be the drunk person jaywalking because, you know, don't be sloppy. Don't be sloppy? Just don't yeah, be sloppy. exactly. Well, definitely don't do that. Yeah. So, all right, that is uh, what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Cappy, yo, college football is back in a big way here in L.A. Well, I got to say, George, um, you and I on Friday of last week, and I know we were off yesterday because of the Rams game, but we thought that USC would smash Arizona State and that game would be over at halftime, and that actually did not happen. I know, but I, we did nail the um, the UCLA game. Well, no, not exactly. Not we, you. 
I actually thought Washington oh, would win right. the game. Oh, that's right. You took Mason's bet. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Washington would win the game. And um, I will say this. You know, UCLA, you got to give it up to these guys. You know, they're, they're under the radar. Mm-hmm. People don't pay attention to them. They're not nearly as sexy as USC, the transfer portal, the NIL money, the, the, you know, the coach that came in and, you know, now lives in the palatial estate, the wide receiver that's driving around in the Bentley. I don't right. know if that's really true. I'm just kind of exaggerating. Well, I don't know about that, but I know that right. the coach definitely stays in a palatial estate because the, I, I, I know the property. <laughs> the, the point is, is this, though, is that USC is very sexy. Yeah, and they went oh, yeah. out. And they, I mean, they, they ooze sexuality. Right. They, if they, they were a girl, it'd be like, or a guy that was, you know, like they would be the heartthrob on the show, like on a movie. They they would be the the model. And UCLA, when it comes to football specifically, is a little more like you know, like a regular, you know, Joe basically. Right. UCLA just does not have the appeal. That U- USC does. And again, just think about the USC story. Forget about history and tradition. But for by a the way, it flips for basketball. USC has been kind of a, uh, has been pretty good at basketball over the last, you know, five, six years or whatever. But UCLA is still the brand. Don't get right. it twisted. You know? Right. But, but still, but just USC, just let's just talk about this year for just one second, yeah. not, not the history of both programs. Yeah. USC got the coach. They did. U- USC got the quarterback. See. USC went out and got the wide receiver. Yeah. They got a whole bunch of kids in the transfer portal. Yeah. And and immediately, because of who USC has been, mm-hmm. they skyrocketed up the charts. Correct. And they're at number six in the country right, right now. People okay. are like, USC's back. Let's go. UCLA, on the other hand, mm-hmm. played in front of incredibly sparse crowds. Yeah. They had in a very weak opening schedule that no one was interested in. Mm-hmm. They barely, barely got by a team from the Sun Belt Conference. Granted, that conference had already knocked off a bunch of teams from Power Five conferences. Mm -hmm. And when they had a chance at home Mm -hmm. on a Friday night Mm -hmm. against a conference opponent that was nationally ranked at number 15. They whooped their ass. UCLA did something that many of us didn't know that they were going to be able to do. I mean, they they actually held on at the end. But they were whooping whooping them at the beginning, for sure. So, So give UCLA their credit. Because UCLA, in my opinion, has just skyrocketed to the front page. And now you've got an undefeated USC team against an undefeated UCLA team and both battling for everybody's eyeballs and people to come out and support them. Listen, this could get real exciting. I mean, if if these two teams could somehow meet each other later in the season, unbeaten, oh, man. I mean, that would be old school USC, UCLA traditional college football rivalry kind of game. That's would, what I'm, yeah. I'm jonesing for. It would for. be great. But look, I've told you, USC has got a real opponent this weekend, okay, against Washington State. That Washington State has played really well this year. You can't take them lightly. Uh, even the Arizona score a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, and they pulled, a ha- pulled away in the second half. Uh, obviously, we know Utah's coming up. And f- for UCLA, well, they've got, they've Utah. got Utah this right. weekend. Right. So, so the thing about UCLA is this. UCLA... Pulls into the top twenty-five. Oof, their next two are really hard. Right, they've well this, but again, if UCLA can beat Utah and Oregon, you're asking a lot. Yeah, but if they can, oh man, everybody it's in on. LA will start to to start to really really pay attention. Yeah. Now on the other hand, yeah. if they lose to Utah and Oregon, people will be like, well, you see, that's just UCLA. They kind of got lucky. They beat Washington. Right. We should have known better when they barely got by and they had to kick a short little Wait, field goal but, to beat but South if Alabama. They split if they split. Okay, somehow they split those two. There's still a lot of juice for that game later in the year. Well, not only that, because you st- the schedule, Stanford, Arizona State, Arizona, by the time they get to USC in the middle of November, yep. they could be 
if they split these Only, two games, right? They're a one-loss team, right? Yeah, they could be eight and one, nine and one, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. But it, man, if if they're better than we all know, because most of us haven't paid attention to them, right? God, that would be exciting. Come on, UCLA. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, but I'm I'm curious. I think the next two weeks for both teams will be very telling. We'll see where they're at, legitimately, based on what the next two weeks look like. So UCLA's got Utah at home and then at Oregon. You say uh, USC has Washington State. Washington and then... State this weekend at home yeah. and then or at Utah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, these are, like you said, these are two weeks that are going to def- likely going to define who USC and UCLA are. Exciting. Really exciting. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Great. Epic. This could be fun. God, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for these guys from UCLA, too. Look, it's a, the other thing about it is, like, when you're a sports fan in L.A. No, tell me what the thing about it I'm going to tell it to you right yeah. now. This is the yeah. thing. If you're a Laker fan, you're a Clipper hater. If, oh, by the way. Yeah. You see Kawhi yesterday? Um, I did see Kawhi, like, some highlights in yeah. the uh, his yeah. first preseason action. Looks 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 pretty good. <laughs> did you see AD yesterday? It looks pretty good, too. Yep. Yeah. Plus, AD's afro is just fire. Yeah. God, he looks so cool, you know? Uh, I think that uh, – I'm curious to see the Lakers situation because I just think that that's a little bit of a tougher climb. But not with AD, I'm saying, but just in general because the West and the NBA is so difficult, particularly up at the top. But I, I am curious to see also the Clippers part of this because the Clippers roster on paper and, – and I know we've said this a million times – It's I, I, I thought the roster they had a couple years ago was really impressive. This one is way more impressive. You're going to be watching a lot of Clipper basketball this year? I will be, actually. See, I won't be. Yeah. This is exactly what my point was. Yeah. If, you're, if you are a Laker fan or you follow the Lakers, you probably don't care so much about the Clippers. Oh, no, you care. You care a little bit. I don't know, man. You think a lot of Laker fans are going to be like, hey, by the way, I'm going to watch a Clipper game no, tonight no, just because I, I want to know what's going on I don't on think they're going to go out of their way to watch them because they also play on the sa- a lot on the same nights uh, you know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's other things going on that a, that a Laker fan initially will keep tabs on. But... Don't get it twisted on October 20th. You think the Laker fans want to lose again? No. To the Clippers? No, I do not think so. Yeah. But I guess I guess here's what I'm trying to get at. You know, if you're a USC alum, you may have hatred, if you will, right. for UCLA. If you are a UCLA alum, same thing going back to USC. Correct. But if you're not an alum of either school, I am personally a fan of both teams. And really, even though I consider myself an SC fan much more so than a UCLA fan, I would really, really love to see UCLA's program come back to where they're a consistent top 25 team so that it could be more fun for everybody. Yeah, listen, I think that it is more fun that way when those two schools are at least, um, you know, relevant in, in, a, in a bigger way than just the rivalry of two individual institutions that are based, you know, whatever, 20 miles apart or whatever it is. But the I think that the... The thing that you need for UCLA's sake, and we talked about this kind of at the beginning of the season, if you remember, they also need good showings here moving forward because they're going to be in the Big Ten in two years. And that that's not – as as much as the Pac-12 has played a lot better this season, and it's n- by no means a cupcake. Like, there are legit good football programs in that conference this year. The Big Ten, you're going to get that with more frequency, is my point. Yes, but I think also for UCLA – you're going to be able to recruit better than ever when you get to that conference. This is just my opinion. But when you're going after a kid who's in uh, Pennsylvania and he's thinking about going to Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, 
But then you say, well, just we want to get you to a visit. I'll come out to, to California. Let's see what, what you think about L.A. And then you get onto that UCLA campus, and oh, then you beautiful. go step into yeah. the Rose Bowl. Yeah. You're like, do I really want to play at Penn State where I'm freezing my ass off? Or would I rather play at UCLA when I'm going to play Penn State and Michigan and Michigan oh, I, State? Let me tell you something. If I were a college recruit, you could not pay me money, okay? And in some of these cases, we've clearly learned that they have, and they are now with NIL. You couldn't. You would not have enough NIL money in the bleeping world to send me to go play at one of those Big Ten schools where it is freezing and snowing. And hell no, that is not happening. Did you just say hell nah? Hell nah, dude. I like to say hell nah. Don't hell be saying hell nah. Nah. You already used. Don't get it twisted. You can't use get. Don't get it twisted and hell nah just in a couple of minutes apart. Hell nah. Don't get it twisted. That's messed up, man. Uh, but you could not pay me. In, there is no amount of NIL dollars. <laughs> you would have to give me, like, Google. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to say, Here, here's Apple. Like, here, okay. Now, okay, fine. I'll go to Wisconsin. <laughs> but no way. I would be a warm weather kid for sure if I yeah. played football. No I know, doubt. but I'm telling you. I don't know how you. your ass did it. I, well, listen, I don't know how I did it either. And I, you're I, standing I, around waiting to kick. Oh, That's even worse. Dude, I froze my ass off so many times in games. At least these games. dudes are running around. And, dude, l- listen, nowadays there are so many ways to keep yourself warm on an NFL sideline. Right. You didn't and, have and, that back then and, in the 90s. And back, back then, forget about it, man. We were just froze. We were soaking wet. We tried to stand next to the heaters. Guys would get lit on fire. <laughs> I mean, and, dude, I was a kid from Florida. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know how. The, I just yeah. wanted to play big-time college football, and the best opportunity I had to do it was at Pitt, so I just took the opportunity. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. And now you're in the Western Pennsylvania Jewish Hall of Fame. So. Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Jewish Sports I mean, Hall of Fame. There's a nuance there. There's yeah. a little bit sorry, of a nuance. Sorry, sorry, you know? sorry. I, mean, I just want to be very specific about yes. the Hall of Fame that yes. I'm in, you know? Yeah, I understand. All right. That's why me and LeBron get along so well. Hall we understand famers. each other yeah. as Hall of Famers. Yeah, Hall of Famers. H O F R to H O F R. Yeah. Hey, coming up next, speaking of LeBron, where does he rank in this NBA GM survey that's got all these questions about players and teams and where they'll be and where they should be ranked? So all the GMs get polled, and this is what gets spit out by NBA.com. We'll have that for you in regards to the Lakers and LeBron and the Clippers and everybody in between next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yeah, a little music. That's the one thing we don't get enough of when uh, Chris is doing all his rejoins, is we don't get enough music to sample that's cool and new and interesting. Now Chris is listening to this going, muttering under his voice. I was going to say, now you're not going to get rejoins for two yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah, Out of protest. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> well, he's still also upset with you from last week when you told him to shut up on I the I mean, air. he deserved it. He was really not happy. He deserved it. Well, I know, he's at a dinner tonight with not-girlfriend Lisa, so. Oh, sexy that's right. Classy. Sexy Classy's yeah. in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sexy right. Classy, yes, is in the house. She is. Now he's got to give up the car again. So, there's that. Hey, George, I'm going to uh, tell you that I know you wanted to get back to some Lakers stuff, and then uh, we got big deal or no deal, but I just want to preview for the end of the show today. Okay. I've had a lot of 710 listeners hit me up that want specific shout-outs on today's show. Oh, okay. So if you've put in a shout-out request and you've hit me up directly, I got you hooked up, and I got some interesting stories, George, that I want to tell you at the end of today's show Okay. With, uh, with a little dealer's choice, you know. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um. I love how somebody responded to the question that I asked you about your uh, poop. And if it was like, you know, 10 is apocalyptic, you know, and one is like roses, like where you stood. So yep. I, I said seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That person said something like, if you think you're at a seven and a half, you're probably really at a 10. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's probably right. <laughs> he probably is. Yeah. Probably is. All right. Speaking of right, that's for you to interpret whether you think the GMs in the NBA are right. Laura, give me some, uh, or Lindsay, somebody, Laura, both of you, give me some NBA music. Both of y'alls. Please. Oh, that's the ESPN music. By the way, mm. the uh, this this uh, ESPN theme music, yeah. it's being retired. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the new stuff. Hold on, let's see. I know no, no, they, no, but I'm saying, like, that... For tw- it served its purpose for 20 years. Year 21, there's going to be a new theme song for have ESPN. Have you heard NBA. it yet? I have. I heard it at the meetings last week. Oh, yeah, and? that's right. You got the sneak peek. Yeah. I, um, I'm i curious to see the reaction. It's fine by me. I don't, I don't like, get all bent out of shape about those things. But I'm curious to hear the reaction because this has been going for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And eventually people are like, wait, wait, what happened to that thing? Like, where, where's that music that used mm-hmm. to play? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the NBA on NBC, but... It's been there for 20 years. Well, it, it came out today, um, and yeah, I people saw th- were ripping it pretty bad. They were? Right. Yeah. They didn't like it. Now, yeah. it sounds like, to me, the new one is, it sounds more like college where it almost like, I think it sounds like kind of like an HBCU band a little bit, but it's got like more percussion into it, and it's uh, it's different. It's definitely different. So, all right, let's get to this NBA rejoin. Uh, excuse me, rejoin. This uh, GM survey, that's what I meant. So, Cappy, who do you think the team to beat to win the championship? Who got voted the most by the GMs? Um, I don't know. I'll take a stab here. I'll say Golden State again. They were number two on the list, 25% of the votes. Milwaukee Bucks, number one. And look, I'm not that surprised. Giannis at the peak of his powers, or at least getting there, he's the best player in the sport, and the best player in the sport usually hogs some championships. So the NBA general managers suggest that the Bucks are the most likely team to win. Correct. Bucks one, Warriors two, Clippers three, Celtics four. Now these are the same GMs as that I recall last year. Didn't they have Brooklyn to win? Seventy-two percent of them, yes, had Brooklyn to win. And didn't they also have last year the Lakers to uh, to face Brooklyn in the finals? They did. Yes. No, I don't know about that. Did they? 
so I guess what I'm getting at is, if my memory serves, I, I mean, if you had Brooklyn and the Lakers last year, and this year you've got you've got Milwaukee. Now, some Gr- years they have been right, though. Okay, I'm just saying last year they were no, it's fine, I mean, far off, right? But so were a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. So let me see. Let's go down to the West now. Western Conference rankings. Who do you think they have? Where do you think they have the Lakers? Um, I mean, I'd say the Lakers are probably six ish, seven ish, ish. Yeah, uh, eighth. So the highest votes they got was a four seed by a couple of GMs, but for the most part, that's it. That's the highest they got, and um, they basically averaged out to an eighth seed in this GM survey. Okay, well, it's uh, it's better than being a nine or a ten, right? It is because at least you have home court in the play-in, but you're still in the play-in. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think they rank the Clippers, Cappy? Um, Clippers have a buzz around them. Clippers are getting Kawhi back. People think the Clippers are, you know, really well-run front office. I'd say, you know, after Golden State, um, Phoenix, uh, I mean, I'd say they've got probably the Clippers in the two, three-ish range. Laura, mm. how do you say number one in Spanish? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Numero uno. They have the Clippers Dump. as numero Dump. uno. Is that Dump. right? Really? Yes. The NBA GMs think that the Clippers are the number one team in the West. 48% of them voted for the Clippers. 48% voted for the Warriors as far mm-hmm. as uh, first place votes. But the Clippers got more second seed votes and uh, more of the total percentage. So, yeah, the Clippers, number one seed according to the GM survey. Again, remember, this is the same group of GMs that last year said the Lakers were going to be the number one seed. Uh, they did. They did do that, if I recall correctly. All right. Uh, if you wanted to start a franchise, you could pick any player in the league, Cappy. Who are you going with? Giannis. Yeah, Giannis was number one. Who do you think was number two? For me, it'd be Steph. Uh, it's not Steph. It's Luca because usually go. Usually they go younger guys yep. there. All right, I can buy that. I can buy younger. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, Lindsay, this one's for you. Player that will most likely have a breakout season, number one, your boy, Evan Evan Mobley. Mobley. That's right. Saw that. USC's Evan Mobley. Uh, Let me see. Now, this is where it gets interesting on the best players by position Mm -hmm. because LeBron didn't get any votes for point guard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, didn't get any votes for shooting guard because he hasn't played that position. They give him any votes for like a forward position? Yes, at small forward Mm -hmm. and power forward. He was number four at small and number two at power. Okay. So that's interesting. No AD Well, and by the way, you remember you were talking about how uh, LeBron was number six on the uh, top 100 players list? Yeah. I mean, think about that. If he's number six, but he's number four on one position and number two on or number two and number four, I mean, it's just, it's not that shocking that LeBron's not considered a top three player by the people in the league anymore. Yeah. No, I, right. Well, he's also year 20. I think that plays a role in it. So, yeah. um, let me see. Anything on the coaching things? Which team made the best overall moves? Oh, Cleveland, Lindsay, again. Yep, that's right. Donovan 41%. Mitchell's on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, which team will be most improved, Cappy, in twenty in this new season from their last season's record? I mean, I guess I'll since you've already mentioned them, I'll just I'll take a stab at the Clippers just it because is. of all their guys that were hurt. Forty one percent of the GMs say the Clippers. And Cleveland again, number two. Mm. Hey, Cleveland racking up all these awards. Rack them. Oh, geez. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Is there anything else on the Lakers here? Who won Rookie of the Year? That doesn't affect them. 
Rookie of the year, rookie of the year, rookie of the year. Best international players, that one's easy. Uh, let me see. Best defensive player, the Lakers don't have any of those, <laughs> at least not right now. <laughs> well, maybe AD if he were healthy, but I don't think people buy in them. Let me see, if did Anthony Davis get any votes? Let me see, it was Giannis, Draymond, and Rudy Gobert. Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, Kawhi Leonard, Ben Simmons, Andrew Wiggins. No AD votes at all, not even in others receiving votes. Wow. Um, best perimeter defender, Kawhi was number three. Who's number two? Who's number one? Uh, Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday. Okay. Uh, best interior defender, Rudy Gobert, Giannis, Draymond. Nope. Most versatile defender, Giannis, Draymond, Bam. Did AD get any there? No, Kawhi did, though. Wow. Wow. You know, all this talk about... Um, Not a lot of Lakers in here. I got to be no. honest with you. Doesn't sound like it. I think you upset my stomach when you were talking about other things earlier. I got to go for a second. Are you serious? Yeah. You got to poop on the air. Not on the air, but I, like, let's hit the break and come back with Big Deal or No Deal like a little early. Come on, do me a favor. <laughs> hey, King, do him a solid. Yeah, do. No, I, I, don't a, hey, a solid. I don't know about a solid. I don't know about a solid. Damn, Cap, stop. Damn, I get a King request? Hey, King, let's hit the break early. Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> Go to break. I just, your laugh is too contagious, bro. Go to break. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Is Cappy back from the- Yeah, I'm here. I'm oh, in the house. Nice. Did you have to go? Oh, dude. Really? Yeah. It was that quick? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't have that much time, you know? Yeah. Oh, do you- Okay. As well, long as you took care of business. Yeah. Speaking of bathrooms and bathroom breaks, DK Metcalf barely oh, yeah. had to go to the bathroom on Sunday, and during the fourth quarter of the Seahawks-Lions game, Metcalf was carted off the field without any explanation. Well, then, according to the Fox broadcast, Metcalf was carted off the field because he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So... Metcalf basically then became a meme with everyone joking at his expense. So do you think it's a big deal that Fox outed DK Metcalf for being driven <laughs> off on a cart to go poop? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a big deal. They shouldn't have outed him, although it's funny. Um, I mean, Paul Pierce eventually told the story on The Jump uh, many years ago where when he was uh, in the Lakers series, when he was car you know, wheeled off on the wheelchair, he, he said that it was that he actually had to go to the bathroom. So explain to me, because I, I guess I didn't know that it was Fox who outed him. I thought he outed himself. Um, 
What did Fox say? They brought it up. I mean, I don't have the clip, but they brought it up on the broadcast because they were like nobody knew what was going on. And then I guess when they came back from break, they were like, well, turns out he just had to use the restroom. (laughs) And then everyone started talking about it. So he commented on Twitter saying like he he wouldn't have made it if he would have tried to hold it in and and walk. Well, I understand. I understand that that dilemma. Um, Have you ever seen a guy in an NFL football game have to pee on the sideline? Have I seen it? Yeah. Yes, I've seen, I've noticed someone do it before. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they'll have like a couple of players stand around them, they'll put towels up, and the dude is like down there in a cup. Yeah. I mean, so that, you can do that, but you can't do the other thing, and when it really hurts bad, you're like, I can't make it. So, I mean, I guess the only thing you could do is you could run real fast, hope that nobody sees what's going on, get to the locker room and ask the equipment manager for like a new pair of pants, you know? Yeah. So, I don't think it's a big deal. You don't think it's a big deal they outed him? I mean, it's not a big deal that, like, he had to go, but, like, I feel like they kind of did him dirty by outing him about <laughs> yeah, it. Pun intended. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real dirty. Don't you think, Cap? What do you- nah, I kind of thought it was funny. I mean, yeah, you don't care because you just no, upset it yourself. I think that stuff's yeah. funny. It, it's funny to me. What's next, Lynn? Okay, so ESPN's College Game Day is heading to Lawrence, Kansas on oh, Saturday okay. for an cool. actual football game. Yes, number 19 Kansas will host number 17 TCU, and College Game Day will be there for the first time ever broadcasting the popular college football pregame show. The Jayhawks, who are 5-0, and are ranked for the first time since 2009, and TCU is also undefeated at 4-0, so it's actually a pretty good matchup. But this weekend also happens to mark the annual Red River rivalry mm-hmm. between Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, because of that... Is College Game Day heading to Lawrence, Kansas, a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I think it's a big deal. Um, I love what College Game Day does. I love the fact that they don't marry themselves to a game in the early part of the season, try and map it out and figure it out. I love how flexible College Game Day is. Look, we were talking about UCLA earlier being undefeated and what that means for Southern California college football fans. In Kansas, a traditional powerhouse basketball school, their football program has been down for so long So for them to be where they are, undefeated, nationally ranked, playing against another team that's unbeaten and nationally ranked, and to have ESPN show up at their place, it is a huge deal for their program. I'm psyched for those guys. Yeah, absolutely, because when you think of college game day going to Lawrence, Kansas, you think of the basketball college game day going to Lawrence, Kansas. Um, And so, yeah, it's a big moment for them. And they've tried, man. Les Miles tried. Uh, there's a bunch of people that have gone through there and failed miserably. So for this dude to be able to make that happen for this squad, and we saw glimpses of it last year. I thought they played a really tight game against Oklahoma and Caleb Williams, for that matter. And I- I'm just glad to see kind of new blood. And to your point, Cappy, I would say that that show in particular, when it goes to new places, you can feel the energy there, and it makes the show pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, earlier this season when they went to Appalachian State, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know what? We would never come to a school like this, but hey, let's do it. And then they got a different sense of what it's like there. You don't always have to be at Notre Dame or Michigan or Texas or you know USC for that matter. I mean, you could sometimes go into smaller schools, different kinds of venues. It's really cool. I love it. This, I, hey, by the way, George, this is the other thing. College football is changing. The whole NIL and the transfer portal, it is changing the game. So many of these kids who are finding, hey, I can't play at USC. I'll transfer to Kansas. All of a sudden, you get to Kansas, you're pretty good. And it changes the outlook of the program. I'm I'm loving what's happening in college football, even though I was like kind of the old guy at the beginning and wasn't loving NIL or portal, transfer portal. College football is becoming a lot more balanced. Yeah, that's the whole point of the portal, bro. 
That's what I was arguing. I love the fact that they call it the portal. I love it. It's just like some futuristic looking thing. You'd Nobody. See yeah, exactly. Right. It does. That. I, what do you think the portal looks like, Cappy? Well, it's funny. You kind of said it, Lindsay, like a futuristic. I kind of think of it as like a portolette. You know what? I think of it as like a toilet. Mm. Oh, what? What is your deal with yeah, bathrooms? What, what is going on? I don't know. Portal. I mean, portal. I, the portolette. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I don't know. Portal. The word doesn't sound like futuristic to me. It sounds toilet. Really? Like yeah. a portal? Like a tr- you know? Like transports you? Portal? Uh, I'm just. I, I hear it differently. What can I tell you? <laughs> You in the poop today. Yeah, today's been one of those days. You're like my four-year-old Poopy. nephew. Poopy Cappy. Yeah, he, he like asks Alexa to fart, and then he tries to like replicate her. That's like you, but he's I, four. I, I needed the Penn's <laughs> undergarment today. Oh, my god! Are you that bad? Stop. No, not that bad, but I mean, there was a moment. Oh, my goodness. Do you need, do you need more time? No, I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> Go ahead, Lindsay. All right, so a cheating scandal has rocked an Ohio fishing tournament operated by the Lake Erie Walleye Trail after winning catches were discovered to have been stuffed with lead weights. I saw this. Yes, the tournament's director grew suspicious of the fishermen who would have won the tournament when the five fish that they caught weighed in at 34 pounds total, well above the director's estimate that they would weigh about 20 pounds. These guys, the the video of the whole weigh-in has gone viral, and oh it's quite God, hilarious. It's they would have won $28,760 in prize money from the event, had they not been found out, but when they did the weigh-in, they found out that there, you know, there was something fishy is going on here, no pun intended, and they found the weights. So the guys, you know, they're in big trouble now, and I feel like this whole thing is funny and kind of a big deal. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever bent the rules at all to win a contest? Cappy, I feel like you you, you had to have. Um, so... First of all, I've seen the video. George, have you seen the video that Lindsay's talking about where these fishermen yeah, the almost guys are get into a monster it. brawl? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the one guy, like, takes his knife out and he cuts into the fish and you can see all the weights in the fish. And these fishermen, they are pissed because you violated the rules. You, you, you violated the integrity of the fishing competition, right. you know? And, cha- and you also were essentially stealing money if you were to have won. And if you weren't outed, right? Because it's like hundreds of grand, right? <laughs> yeah, no, but Lindsay, I've, I've never, um, I've never cheated in like a competition. But I will tell you this: when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, they used to have these things on Saturday afternoons where you would collect like aluminum cans, and then you would bring them to like a recycling thing, and you would weigh in your aluminum cans, and then they yeah. would pay you whatever it was. Call it ten cents a pound, right? So me and my cousin, what we would do is rather than crushing the cans and trying to get like as many cans into a bag as we could, we would fill the cans with sand and then we would put them in the bag and then they'd weigh them in and they'd be like, well, your bag weighs 50 pounds. How did nobody ever catch on to that? They eventually did catch on, but the first few times we did it, we kind of got away with it. So it was kind of like loading up those fish, you know? Yo, this video is out of control. They're like, what do you have to say for yourself? You took all that money, all that bleeping money. They are going at it. Yeah, them. I thought they were going to fight. Sedano, have you ever cheated in a contest before? I mean, literally, Mason was showing me the ans- the answers by accident oh, in, in the okay. last okay. in that game of games right. today. And I'm like, bro, if you're going to show me, I'm just going to guess the right answer because you're just putting it right there. <laughs> but you at least cheat, like you. you but I told him it, I right. was doing it. Yes, you had some integrity about it. <laughs> he had integrity about cheating. Very good job, George. Yeah.
Because I said, I'm like, yo, do you realize you're writing the answers, like the right answers, right in front of my face? Like, I can see it in plain view. <laughs> and then he claimed I should have looked away. I'm like, bro, they're right there. That's your problem. He's the same person that has told the story numerous times on the air about whether or not, like, cheating, like John Ireland, you know, when he was, someone was copying off of his paper, whether or not it was cheating. And Mason said that it's not, right? I don't know. They talk, they tell, somebody. They, they tell if the someone story is the looking time. at your yeah. at your work, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Nobody would looking at your work though in school. If we're, if we're being Never. honest, right? Never. Not my work, but I'd be looking at other people's work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I would be cheating. I, I would. I was not. The, I was not the one that was cheating. You, being you cheated weren't cheating. On, right, right. You weren't cheating off of me. Right. Yeah, I was yeah. cheating off of you. You're right. Correct. Yeah. That that doesn't seem stunning. I feel like the rest of us on this side is probably the other way around. Well, you think everybody cheated off you three? Oh yeah, people cheated off my. I was really smart. I mean, I am really smart, but well, you know, you said you were really smart. You said was past tense. I meant to say, like in school, I got really good grades, and so Mm -hmm. everyone knew I was smart. Now I feel like you know, people. You know, if if you make people think that you're not as smart, then they don't have as high of expectations for you. (laughs) Ain't nobody cheating off my paper. Especially uh, in math. Linz, what do you got? One more? All right, so one more here. And actually, I'm going to skip what I did have, and I'm going to play you guys the new ESPN NBA song. Okay. okay. It says uh, ESPN has unveiled their revitalized brand identity for its NBA coverage, including new theme music. And so here's the new- Let's lower the this music and then right play yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Cappy, what are your thoughts on it? Because we all know Sedano can't say too much since he is part of NBA on ESPN. I actually, I kind of like it. I mean, remember when we first heard the... Um, the Amazon theme? The Amazon theme, and like it kind of takes a little bit of time to get going. I love it. Yeah. Um, this kind of jumps right in. I told I you, it's a, there's a lot of percussion. There's a lot of brass. Um, more brass than the other one. Um, the other one was more violin-y. I'll I play felt, the other one. I'll go. go ahead, play the other one first, yeah. Right, right. When you hear this song, you definitely think, you know, NBA on ESPN. Oh, right. it's iconic, though. Like, I feel like you, they shouldn't have retired it. They should keep that one. It's great. Yeah, so they wanted to evolve. They wanted something more with more of, like, a beat to it. You know what I mean? Not a theme, a more more beat to it. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. I don't think there's going to be outrage on the streets <clears throat> over ESPN changing its NBA theme. There's I don't no think outrage, there's... but people are like, oh, this is terrible. I don't think there's going to be this upswell of outrage on Twitter. Like, oh, my God, how did ESPN change their theme for the NBA? I just don't think people, A, care that much, and B, I don't. I think the new one's kind of good. Yeah, well, everybody's written think pieces about it already, it seems like. <laughs> think pieces? Yeah, all these blogs, man, have written think pieces about it. Really? They also updated, like, the graphics and the score bugs and the stuff. The graphics which, look great. out of control yeah. good. They're, like, super clean. Oh, my and, God. Like, they look. They look like something out of, like... The most high-tech movie you've ever seen in your life, like a Marvel studio film or something crazy like that. They look great. That stuff looks great. I'm a nerd. I love these kind of things. I feel like I, I would have loved to have like been a fly on the wall in the, the new ESPN NBA meetings that you went to because that kind of stuff, like I nerd out over that. Like, graphics, yes. <laughs> music, yes. Cappy loved the intel that we talked about. He loved the whole yeah. popularity, which teams rate, which players rate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff too. I, I, I feel like if you think about 
like iconic music, you know, that's related to sports. Even though Monday Night Football doesn't use the old school Monday Night Football theme, but everybody knows. Bum, 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 bum. I feel like um, CBS is NFL. Bum, 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 bum. Well, that doesn't sound like a good version of it. College football and CBS. Right, exactly. There you go. You got it. Or how about like, um, I'm trying to think of like uh, college basketball on CBS. There's a, there's a certain sound to it. But So I kind of associate those things. But the NBA on ESPN, even though I hear the song and I go, oh, yeah, that's what that is. It, it doesn't, it's not the old school NBA John Tesh NBC song, you know? Yeah, but people are not thrilled about it. Lindsay's right on the internet. What's the one that's like? Really? Dun 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 dun. I thought it was Monday Night Football. Dun, dun. Is that is that Monday Night Football? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of them. Want to try that one more time? Dun 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 dun. Yeah, Cappy, Monday Night Football, right? Um, yeah, but I don't. It does that. That's yeah, like the second. Yeah, you're sec- right because it goes. Bum, 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 yeah, but that's the beginning. Bum, 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 what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. is we're like in the middle. Yeah. 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 It's not dun 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 dun. Right. It's bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. You're right. You're right. It's that. It's the back part right there. Bum 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 bum. Do 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 do. Dee da dee da do. Ba da ba ba ba. This part. Bum 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 bum. Yeah yeah yeah. Second yeah. verse. Say it. Let's go. I feel like they played this the, that part just like on some of the uh, commercials. Yeah, sometimes they just do it like yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, look, great song. Yeah. All right, so there you go. People are not thrilled about that, but whatever, you'll get used to it. All right, or not. I do don't know. Do you like it though? It's fine to me. I don't. I don't have like an affinity for these things, so it's just like well, you guys don't like the Amazon one, and I love the Amazon one. I don't dislike the Amazon one. I don't right. really care. I, I just yeah, right. That was kind of my thing. It just was a weird beginning, and then I realized, oh okay, yeah, because yeah, it takes off after this. Here goes here. Ready? This is my part. Yeah, if they would have just started right, right. there, yes. I would have been like fine with it. I don't know. I like the beginning. They didn't need the lead up. Yeah. So, uh, hey, real quick, coming up next. We got a, a little dealer's choice and yeah. shout outs. Cappy yeah. shout outs. Yeah, I got a few shout outs and a story to tell you. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Sedano and Cap, final segment. We like to call it dealer's choice. It's kind of where anything goes. Interesting. Mario does? Mario Ruiz? Yeah, he's here. Oh, beautiful. I told him, I was like, you guys stop in and say hi to Cappy. He's in the studio just to talk to you, fake Mario. Here he is getting his headset. He's going to be in the seat. What's up, Cappy? Yo, what's going on, Mario? How we doing? Yo, this YouTube thing is looking fly. I like your set. Well, dude, this is where this, you're in my house right now. This is where I do my daily podcast. Yeah, the Cappycast. Right, and uh, you can see I've put the ESPN 710 logos on my monitors behind. I see me, it. Trying to make make it look a little professional. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually in studio today doing some work. I had some business to take care of today uh, in LA, but usually I'm at home, and uh, I consume all our content at home. And now I'm loving this YouTube stuff. So yeah, the I'm, I'm at home. Great. I'm at my desk just watching you guys do your thing. I love it. Well, and, now here's the thing. Good. When, you, when you're at home, yep. if you'll turn your camera on on your computer, yep. we can tap right into you. Josh and the team can put put you on screen at home. And then we can just, like, have you do battles with fake Mario. Oh, right. yeah. All yeah. of in my PJs and everything. Yeah, right. I love that. Right, dude. That'd be cool. Um, hey, are we hooking up on October 17th? Are we still doing this? Yeah, so on the 17th, we're still doing it. You guys are coming in the studio, right? I got a yeah. surprise for you guys. Correct. Yeah, it's Monday. Right. Now, I can tell you guys half of the surprise. I'm not going to tell you the whole surprise, but I can tell you, like, half the surprise. Okay, give me half. Don't do it. So I'm going to bring... What do you mean, Laura? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do it, Laura. You're gonna split just it? half, just half, just just half, like because the other half is a pretty pretty big yeah, half. Yeah. So big. so I'm gonna bring in a player. We got our star defender Ryan Hollingshead. He's gonna come okay. in studio. He wants to come hang out with you guys. Okay. Okay. But that's just half the surprise. Okay. Because he's gonna bring in the other half of the surprise. Oh, he's gonna bring in. Yes. Okay. So I'm a little I'm a little scared that you guys might be scared, but we'll see. Is it the Falcon? I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Because I feel like Cappy and that bird aren't gonna mix. No, me and that bird we get along great. <laughs> I would yeah, love to hang out with that bird. He said that his dream was to, you know, do the the falconer thing at the yeah. beginning of the game. Would you love know, to do that. That bird is a killer. When you see him fly around and dive in for that that uh, opposing team's logo, that thing is a killer. So I love it, man. Yeah, that that falcon is. Okay. All right, so what, cool. let's see. This is um, what's today's date? Today's October fourth. Yeah. Is there? Okay, and then it's not this two weeks from Monday. yesterday. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Very I don't know good. about that NBA thing we just played though. That NBA. You don't thing, like it. You know what? It kind of sounds kind of footballish to me. It doesn't really sound NBA. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it still, sounds a little like I. That's what I it said. Sounds college NFL football. films, kind of, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think um, I think it's gonna take some getting used to. Yeah. Is what I think it'll take. People don't like change. So. Nobody <laughs> likes change. Nobody likes change. So everybody's gonna have opinion. Nobody on it. likes change. Wait. I mean, listen. I, it's funny because like a show like First Take, right, has had the same kind of song. They've refreshed the song a little bit for their intro, the yeah. First Take intro. But it's still Wale. It's still the same rapper. It's, yes. You know, he just freshed it, freshened it up a couple of times. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Um, SB Nation wrote. You know, you're talking about think pieces that everyone did on it. Yes. SB Nation's is titled ESPN's new NBA theme is ruined by triumphant farting horns. 
Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So people yeah. are really ripping it. Talking about farty, man. I'm listening to the show over, <laughs> yeah. over in Studio B. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get promos of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I can make promos about farting. No, you got to make promos. The best part of today's show, I I laughed. I think for like five straight minutes when we were talking when Cappy went into Jim Rome mode. Laura will have the audio for you. That is the promo. Is Cappy kind of the end of Cappy's take being fired <laughs> off or pieces of it, and then us just howling with laughter, going, "Did you just channel Jim Rome?" And then Laura playing the jungle music. All, that's your promo. Well, right but there. the other thing is, is that all the um, everybody in the circle of trust. Now, like, putting out pictures of me telling everybody to check yourself. Right. You know? And yes. then, now, what they've even come up with is now the new Photoshop picture is me as DK Metcalf being carted off the field because I got to go to the Bay Right. That's <laughs> definitely a good one. There's a lot of promos from today's show. There like, the go, Hell Nah. The Hell Nah was great, too. Yeah. Like, that was <laughs> already nah. locked and loaded. That was already in the system. I like, like Hell Nah. I like it. To be 100, though, to be completely honest, this show right here is the easiest to make promos out of. Wow. Really? Thank real. you. We, we'll take that as a Just compliment. Just keeping it a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mario, while you're here, let me just uh, sit in with us for a quick second here. Um, so this past weekend, guys, I got to tell a quick story. Yeah. So it's um, so Rachel and I and a couple friends, we went to this um, this Ohana Fest in Doheny, Doheny State Beach, you know. And uh, Friday night, George, Stevie Nicks performed. Stevie Nicks is 74 years old. She is older than my mother. You cannot believe how amazing Stevie Nicks sounds. Did she she's sing incredible. 17? She did. She's, she's incredible. She really is. Saturday night, I don't know if you guys have ever heard a guy named Jack White. Yeah, um, of course. Jack White puts on a show that'll blow your mind. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just an incredible performer. And then after that was Eddie Vedder. And Eddie Vedder's not Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder's his own guy. And he's right. got Chad Smith, the drummer from the Chili Peppers, and this guy Josh Klinghoffer who tours with Pearl Jam. But he's not doing Pearl Jam songs. So a lot of the, the crowd seemed upset that Eddie did not give them what they wanted. I was like, what did you people expect? You know, he's not he not here. Uh, with Pearl Jam. I feel like Eddie Vedder is very much in like the Tom Brady mode for you. Like it's like your boyfriend. Yeah, I, I love Eddie Vedder. You will defend Eddie Vedder's um, like you know, in integrity, his character. And you would do it even before Rachel, I believe. But, but you know what? Truth be told, though, George, I, too, was a little disappointed. I, I was like, Ed, come on, man. Like, we, we all want to hear the songs that we know. I thought you were going to ask him to bring it in or something. No, no, I would, have, I would have asked Ed to bring it in in a heartbeat, but yeah. we, never, we never had that chance. Oh. But here, here's, listen to this story. Do you, does this name sound familiar to you? A baseball history here for a second. Mm -hmm. Does the name Jim Campanis sound familiar? Uh, of course, yeah. Former Dodger executive. No, no, but this is not, that's Al Campanis. Oh, Al Campanis, sorry. So who's Jim Campanis? Jim Campanis was a Major League Baseball player. Okay. So here's the story. So it's Saturday night, and um, Rachel's not with me at the show. She went with some friends, and now it's kind of a little bit later in the evening, and it's in between Jack White and um, and and Eddie Vedder. Yeah. And so um, I'm, like, waiting for her at the door to give her her ticket to get in. And I got to send a shout-out to Tammy Miller Caballero and her son Tom Caballero Jr., because these two were the security people at the gate, and I was hanging out with them, and we were laughing and having a great time. They were wonderful people. And then this other gentleman shows up, and he's wearing this red coat. And if you just look at our circle of trust, George, I just put a, a picture in, on Twitter. So this gentleman, he's this older guy, and he's wearing this red coat, and he's got on this championship ring. So I say to him, hey, what's that ring? And he said, it's a World Series ring. And I said, oh, really? Um, from who? And he said, the Dodgers. And I said, well, you know, how'd you get that? And he goes, well, how do people get World Series rings? And I said, well, when they're players. 
and this guy whips it out, dude. He just whips it right out of his pocket in that moment. Whoa, careful. Pause, it's pause, a family pause, show. Pause, pause, Fall back, pause. fall back, fall back. Yeah, no, no. What I mean by he whips out a picture. He's got, oh, okay, he's got okay. three he's got three baseball cards in a row, and he's got pictures of him when he was playing for the Dodgers, the Royals. And it looks like the and, Pirates. And the Pirates. Yeah. And so I wind up getting into this full conversation with this gentleman who played for the Dodgers. I want to say he was on. And he the, was just security at this place. He So he's an older guy now, and in his, his after baseball life, um, he has, for the last 10 years, been doing like security at concerts. I don't think he's exactly breaking up fights. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. say he's probably managing people. Yeah. But he's like, here, put the ring on. So I'm like, wait a second. I got to take a picture of this. So he put the ring on. He's got the baseball card. And here's this guy, Jim Campanis, who was such a sweetheart, such an angel. And it turns out that Jim, Tammy, and her son, Tom, all working security, they're all huge 710 listeners. Okay. So I was like, all right, shout out is coming for you guys 100%. What a cool story because he, he actually was telling me, about his Major League Baseball pension and how much freaking money he is getting paid all these years later. I'm like, what are you doing this job for? You're making all that money. He's like, that's fun. I like it. I like being around people. I like managing people. What a sweetheart of a guy. So shout out to Jim Campanis. Dude's like 80-something years old, and he's out there still working it, humping it. Working security at Whoa, all these shows. Whoa, where's your mind today? Where you get this lingo from, Cap. I mean, you know, when you, you work it hard. In? Yeah, you're out there. Mm. You're I've never heard that. No, mm. you Lord, man. Everybody, everybody here reacted just jumped. Like, yeah. First then, he whipped it out, now he's humping it. Situation there, you know? Phrasing, bro. And last thing here, speaking of shout-outs, I had this couple send me a message on Instagram. Yeah. and. And, and they, uh, George, I swear to you, that's exactly what they said to me. They said, I'm hey, sure King. they did. They did. And they said, hey, King, you know, we're huge fans, blah, blah, blah. Um, can you give my boyfriend a shout out? He's turning dirty 30. And then I kind of was like flattered, like that they really get the show, hey, King, the whole thing. And then Laura, kind of, w- what happened to you? Aw, did you get butthurt because she sent me a message, hey, queen, yeah. asking for the same thing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but can we just give him a happy birthday? That's all Louis's want. That's like, it. Louis, they just want a happy birthday. She just was. Birthday. She was trying to get it on the show in one way, shape, or form, so she hit up a bunch of people. Yeah. She gave me the hey, king. She gave Laura the hey, queen. Shout out to Luis, who's turning dirty 30. Yeah. And shout out to his girl, at killabees.com. Underscore underscore. Wait, why? I mean, you don't know if she wants like her Instagram. No, I was gonna say, Cappy, that that's not a good look. She didn't no, give her that is name. A good look. She didn't give nothing. So why? That is would a good you? look. No. Yeah, because no. she's don't she's gonna be happy when, when people follow her. No, yeah. her profile is private, so people oh, well, have a then private. Don't, people profile. get in there then. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, well, nobody wants to get in there like that. You just like I, I doxed her. People want to dox her. What? They want to follow her. They want to follow seven ten listeners. We gotta wrap though, boys. I know what doxing is. Yeah. Like right. a dachshund. Well, You're a dachshund. Shout out to all those wonderful people that we had a chance to meet this past weekend. All right. Laura says you went way over the break, but it was worth it for the laugh. Uh, Cappy, great job. Uh, yeah, you too, man. Enjoy the high holies. Yes, thank you. That's right. Everybody have an easy fast. Yes. All right. Great job, uh, Lindsay, Laura, Mario for hanging out, Christopher as well for the one open that he did today. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. On tape. Appreciate it. Uh, Lakers talk with the Slee is next.